3: Welcome to the Cultaholic
0: Wrestling Podcast.
2: If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome once again to my room, Jack's room, Ross's room, the Cultaholic Weekly Wrestling Podcasts room. I'm the guy talking with a big FR Luigi's Mansion post that I found under my bed from about 2002. Joined as always by the fantastic Jack, say something. Hello, how are you? I'm great, and the amazing Ross. Thank you very much for that compliment, Matthew. How are you today? It's fine afternoon. I'm so happy and so lovely. I woke up nice and early like a good little boy to watch AW and NXT, which are last night, because we've filmed these on Thursdays, and I thought, I'll get this done. I'll go outside, enjoy some of the sun, and just relax and rest. Well, of course, as soon as I did that, the bloody sun went home for its tea. So as I'm recording this now... I'm lovely, lovely, lovely to see the pair of you, obviously, but I can see right now the sun is back out. So I know, Sod's Law, as soon as I finish talking to you guys, it's, uh, it's rain time. So how are you doing, Ross? I am spectacular. A lot better than I was last week. Last week's comment section hasn't affected me in the slightest. Good to hear. <laughs> I believe him. What about you, Jack?
1: Yeah, doing all right. Bank holiday tomorrow, is it? Or today at the time of release. So that's yeah, that, that means be, a lot right now. Well, yeah, I don't know what it really means. And then obviously Money in the Bank on Sunday, which is going to be something. Don't know, what, don't know what to make of that yet, yeah, but it's going to be something.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's news to me. You know what else is news? The news section. Mm. Uh, Roman Reigns edited out of WrestleMania 31's recap from Monday Night Raw and also from the Monday Night Raw intro. Uh, So wrestling fans convinced that he's in the big dog house. Uh, Except for the fact that the Money in the Bank cash-in that they showed on Raw was focusing on Rawlins, who obviously has a title match this Sunday, Money in the Bank. And I didn't even realise he was in the Raw intro because I was pretty sure he was on SmackDown. So don't know if this is a case of uh, wrestling fans putting two and two together and getting five, but what do you think? Yeah, he, he is on SmackDown, isn't
1: he? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Why would he be on Raw then?
3: I just just read (laughs) the news. I do think it's a bit weird though because obviously Rollins did pin Reigns to win the title and that's a big bit they cut out which didn't benefit the storyline or didn't change the narrative or anything like that because surely Rollins being a heel pinning Roman Reigns is more good for the heel than pinning Lesnar who most people hate anyway. I don't know what to make of this. It's weird.
1: I think it's weird as well. It's like, it's it's all, I mean, part of me thinks Vince wouldn't be annoyed at someone for not literally risking their life to come into work for his show. And then part of me thinks, yeah, of course he would. Of course he'd be annoyed at someone for not doing that. It's Vince McMahon. So I wouldn't be surprised if it turned out to be true. I imagine that Reigns annoyed them when he um, pulled out of Mania and then went public and just revealed that he had before they'd officially announced that he had. Which I think they waited until like the Friday before WrestleMania to do. Um, but I'm fully on Reigns side if that is true I hope it's not true because it's pretty bad if it is but yeah
2: yeah how dare Roman Reigns not risk actual death for a completely nothing match with Goldberg
1: <laughs> yeah anyway.
2: but uh, maybe we're wrong by the way maybe he actually is mad and well will have to say in the next few weeks uh, bad news former called deathmatch king Supreme passed away I think uh, two days ago by the time this comes out now mostly for his XBW run uh, and being involved in the Heatwave 2000 incident, which WWE is considered important enough to feature on their website. So according to something like 6 million or so people have now looked at the, the Heatwave 2000 incident that we have on their website. So now more people know about them. And well, I like the, because- The car park? Uh, no, the, the XBW. Uh, ECW went over to where XBW runs their shows and XBW bought front row tickets and they had XBW shirts on. So the locker room came out at the start of the show where we just Paul Heyman said, look, you can sit there, but don't do anything daft. And he went, you have to turn your XBW shirts inside out. And he goes, all right, we won't. And then as soon as the main event started, they all jumped up, put their shirts around XBW. XP like, XBW, XBW. And the camera's like over there anyway, so they didn't catch them. But what you did see on the TV and on the W network was the entire locker room coming out to go get them. So you could see like uh, Chaos is there, Supreme, I think Rob Black himself. And then like Big Lou, uh oh, no Sally Graziano, the huge guy in the FBI and all the other guys just charging out to get him. So
1: <laughs> and, uh yeah, oh
2: good times man, good times. <laughs> so yeah, was, uh, sad news there, but I did like him. Did what I did a lot of crazy death matches with Angel and the likes and uh like the fact that no one else has done this, his finisher was the frog splash off the top, but because he was big, he caught it the toad splash. And I don't know. know why no one else has thought of that.
1: Kevin Owens <laughs> Is Kevin Owens called the bullfrog splash? Okay. No, no, but that's obviously that's more recent. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say you're wrong.
2: Yeah. I mean if I it would be the tadpole splash anyway, so I'm <laughs> not gonna call anybody out. Any thoughts on Supreme or any, do you even know who he is? Or?
1: I don't know much about him, but it is obviously sad news. Um was he do you say he was primarily a deathmatch guy? Uh yes. Okay, fair enough.
2: Moving on. AEW has been fined $10,000 by the Maryland State Athletic Commission for the Lights Out match that happened between Kenny Omega and John Moxley. And this happened because former WWE announcer Christopher Cruz complained to the Maryland State blah, blah, blah soon after the pay-per-view. And this prompted the commission to open an official investigation into the match, which concluded on April 28th. And in the official consent order, the commission noted that Moxley and Omega used a... I love that they had to type this out. A baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire and a broom wrapped in barbed wire to make each of the bleed. And it deemed AEW responsible for the actions of both wrestlers, so we should have found 10 grand, for unsportsmanlike or physically dangerous conduct, and also deliberately lacerating oneself or one's opponent, or by any other means, introducing human or animal blood into the ring. Yeah.
1: What? Wait, why did this guy turn them in?
3: Something's gone on here. I was watching Tom's yeah. news video this morning, and Tom was reading out this guy's tweets like, "Oh, this is gonna blow up today." As we're sat here recording, it's a black eye on AEW and a black eye on the business. He seems to be reveling in whatever's happening here. So they've—he's either gone for a job there, and they've piled him off, or something's happened there. He was having too much glee in AEW's supposed
2: downfall in this scenario. So I've been following the Twitter feed about this, and Chris Cruz is not a very popular individual right now with many people, and it but it, it doesn't like it's. he's doing it because he hates wrestling. As you said, Jack, it, people give me the impression he's doing this because no one wants to hire him.
1: No, Ross um, said that. That was Ross's idea.
2: That. I'm here as well. Oh, sorry, <laughs> there was a big cup of uh, five minutes when we had to go uh, get some drugs. So sorry if there's a bit of... i would kill you there. Uh, including Bix posted an old news article that quoted an old WW booking committee that I've already Chris Cruz is part of, and it had to quote about Kevin Sullivan said, all right, Here's the plan for tonight. So, Chris, make sure to tell Meltzer this next time he's talked to him. Oh. <laughs> oh. So I think Chris Cruz is trying to make a name for himself, like former WWE Illumini, uh Chris Jericho, and the Disco Inferno. So
1: The Disco Inferno.
2: <laughs> I can't wait for the enable podcast, probably titled Cruising for a Bruisin.
1: I think that I think that um this'll be forgotten about next week. I think he's wrong. I don't think it's gonna be a black eye on the industry at all. So silly. Mm. Any other thoughts, Ross?
3: If they get banned from that state, there's plenty more states to go
1: around, isn't there? <laughs> All the poor fans yeah. in Baltimore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like one down, 49 to go. <laughs> As I had to correct some of that. It wasn't a black eye uh, for on wrestling. Uh, that's only a five grand fine. <laughs> and another news... The storyline that won't go away. $94 million for Mississippi's poor spent on concerts, cars, and wrestlers in state's largest embezzlement scandal, says the Yahoo headline. Uh, According to the audit, large sums were also paid to former professional wrestling family of Ted DiBiase, including Ted DiBiase Jr. and Brett DiBiase, for work that was not performed for unreasonable travel costs or with little proof that the spending benefited needy residents. Uh, so if you remember a few weeks ago, if you do with these in order, then you should do, there was a story about Ted DiBiase Jr. We called the idiot son of Ted DiBiase. And we had to go, no, 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 the other one. Uh, basically getting money for, from something that wasn't supposed to go to what he was doing it for. Yeah, this is now a huge story that they are only side characters in this. They're the ones that will get episode four of the Netflix series. I was going to say, there's so. going to be a
1: Netflix thing on it.
2: Has to be, so. But again, we have to make the joke and we'll do this every week until it gets reported. Ted DiBiase involved some sort of weird scheme where he gets millions of dollars it couldn't be any other it couldn't be Kamala could it it had to be Ted to be asked any other thoughts or daft jokes there Jack
1: I don't I don't know enough about I'm, I'm not good at embezzlement I don't know what it's about your honour so there, there you go yeah 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 I don't know anything um, Ross
3: yeah that's the first I've heard of that so I, I look forward to the Netflix documentary coming 2021
2: that's and that's all the news I have unless there's anything else I've missed out there Jag or Ross
1: um, there's been some matches announced for um, for double or nothing AW double or nothing
2: oh, that is right I was going to say the AW section but you can say them right now if you like
1: if you want to save them for the AW section that's fine by me we all want to get to the Hall of Fame don't we it's we always do what we who
2: cares about news yeah. and yeah, Ted yeah. DiBiase's stolen limos and Virgil let's go right to the Hall of Fame
3: Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic
0: Hall of Fame. Ah,
2: now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And I'm looking at the results now and condescending off. And third place, uh, Paul Gascoigne with 24%. Uh-huh. Is that what you think about one of England's greatest players? All right, cool. 25%. One point. Puddle of Mud's rendition of Nirvana's About a Girl, but well out in front... <laughs> I watched it and that's all you see for about three minutes. It's sensational. (laughs) Elton John's live performance of "Arm Still Standing. No, he wasn't. From his garden, (laughs) 51%. I watched this because people on Twitter tagged me in it and went, this is what it looks like, Matthew. And I didn't think it was anywhere near as bad as you said it was. Really? Oh, uh, Matthew. (laughs) 51% of the people who voted on this disagree, so it shows what I know. So well done, (laughs) Ross. Well done, Elton. Uh, What have you got for us? Do you really not believe that Elton John thing was as bad as it made out to be? I've heard worse. He didn't say a single word right. It was amazing.
3: <laughs> He's consistent. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go for something from this week's NXT. Big old bloody carrion crosses entrance. Different. All the bells. It was like creator mode came to life and then just like everyone put all, every single single like effect you can do on one entrance. I'm a little bit iffy about the lip syncing when it first began. But then it all tied together, didn't it, with her building it up and then a big explosion of lights and whatnot, and he's standing there doing that? Fantastic entrance. How do they think them up? That's the question I'm I dunno.
1: I don't, know. don't know how yeah. they think them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I Draw thought it. I thought it was good. It's a good shout, that one. I like that for the Hall of Fame. What what's gonna good. What's gonna happen? What are their storylines gonna be? Who are they gonna feud with?
3: She talks about prayers, doesn't she, in that song? So, priest springs right. to mind. My... <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: God, you're good, Ross. Yeah, I'm fantastic. Uh, I've got no idea, to be honest with you. I reckon he's just going to have a few, few of the old squashity-do matches all for a while, and then that'll be it.
1: Fair enough. Yeah.
2: Like Next. it, Jack. <laughs> you came second, so you can go.
1: My pick is the block of ice that Chris Jericho threw at Matt Hardy on Dynamite because it was just that casting call for that block of ice must have like that. Could you picture a more perfect block of ice for that spot than the block of ice that was used?
3: It was a bag, wasn't it?
1: Was it a bag? Well, then the bag <laughs> of
2: ice. You say what <laughs> block <laughs> of ice?
1: Wait, it looked it looked brilliant, and it and he, it's the way that Jericho is like <clears throat> struggling to pick it up and just it looked like it hurt a bit and it would have been cold it was my favourite spot of that match I absolutely loved it Matthew's shaking his head I don't know why
2: why? it's just hearing you sorry it was really good it probably hurt a bit it was probably cold it's my favourite spot it's just okay come
1: on it was my favourite spot in the match (laughs) because it was it was so it made me laugh so much and I can't really explain why but I'm going to go for I'm going to go for the ice that Jericho threw uh, Matt Hardy it was so good it was so good that's my pick
2: ooh <laughs> what? when it, it wins a- when it wins you're going to be absolutely, I know absolutely ah. what do sorry.
3: you want it listed as on the Patreon thing?
1: I the ice that Chris Jericho threw at Matt Hardy the
2: write down ice. Jack's lazy pick <laughs> it's
1: not lazy I genuinely feel passionate about this one
2: I had a story one time about me and my friend. We go to for a visit our other friend, who was also a block of ice. What yeah, a are rather, talking, that's he's a what rather chill about mate. What's no. your most interesting ice-related story, Jack?
1: I don't know. I, no, I'm not. I can't ice skate. I'm bad at that. I ain't got really many ice. Maybe that's why I've picked it because I've been deprived of ice in my own life, and this has shown me a world of possibilities. That's that's why.
2: Fantastic. Well, mine can only be one thing this week, and that is the man, the myth, the blokey who named his dog after one of his favorite things in life. That's right, Mr. Herb Abrams himself. <laughs> Mr. Electricity, full of uh, enthusiasm and dodgy coke, a love of hookers, I tried to book Rooza Brody two years after he died. LAUGHTER
3: <laughs> That was in the like, the opening press conference, wasn't it? He's like, I've got this guy, and I've got Bruiser Brody.
2: And the people are like, he, he died two years ago. Uh, I mean, he had the Vice documentary made about him. So for a brief time, Herb Abrams was trending on Twitter, which is amazing. And the fact that at the end of it, they were like, well, I, I'm half convinced he faked his death. That's the type of thing he would do. And all was other mates to like, you think that man could shut up for 30 years? <laughs> 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 ah i mean there's so many stories at the end of the day uwf was easily the worst weekly tv show by a country mile in 1990 91 and 92 it was just a rotten promotion boring dull know, andre the giant for like one week and then vince brought him back out like no no andre come back here but so it hadn't been for the fact that he had this crazy enthusiasm cocaine and hookers and all this it would be Forgotten along with all the other wrestling promotions that have come and gone, like AWF and Dub and all the others. But the fact that it was Herb who was again, Mr. Electricity, the him, is like, Are you guys ready for tonight? It's malicious and vicious thanks on Steve Williams. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing. And he's just there, like, get ready for me, scream for me, UWF. Let's hear it for the Jews. I mean, <laughs> what? Can I hear that? Yeah. No, that's, that's yeah, a yeah. legendary quote of his. I'm, I'm going to find footage from saying it. I've not, so not
1: seen this week's episode yet. I've not seen it, so oh, I need to watch this.
2: you, you got to. And then again, me and Ross talked about this before, and it just shows up wrestling. He was a guy who bounced checks, um, was ridiculous, in completely over his head. He wanted to go against Vince McMahon, even though he had promoted any shows before. And all this, and he ran the MGM Grand and had maybe 300 people <laughs> 16,000-seater thing. And <laughs> all the rest are so- like, God, I miss him. Yeah, Good what old- a nice guy Herb was. Good old Herb. <laughs> What's he like, yeah?
1: <laughs> this is really reminiscent of a certain British promotion that booked massive arenas and filled it with 200 fans.
3: God, I can't wait for
2: the Vice documentary on Five Star. It's going to happen <laughs> next season. We-, we need to do it. No my vice. Yeah, we do. We were there. Yeah. We got bragging rights over vice. And we have all we have all these shows because we got them from the TV show. No, we didn't. We downloaded them from Joe Henry's Twitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Henry's been absolutely good. He's been going viral. Oh, God. Have you seen Henry's recent explosion of popularity?
3: I saw his McDonald's on the other day, I
1: He did a McDonald's one. He did that. Um, Tiger King one. And he did... Um... One about washing your hands to the tune of What's My Age Again? Wash my hands again. And he's been going... I've seen him shared on Facebook by people who aren't wrestling fans at all. And he's got a Reddit AMA coming up. The sky's the limit.
2: I don't like Joe Hendry because he's good at everything. Boo. Yeah, he's a bastard, isn't
1: he? <laughs> Absolute bastard.
2: Yeah. And he knows games as well. I'm like, well, at least I'm nerdier than him. And he does like best forgotten Dreamcast classics. I'm like, oh, No. <laughs> so those are your three picks we have a block of ice in brackets yes a block of ice two is uh, what's his name Carrion 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 Cross. Carrion Cross thank you Carrion Cross's spectacular black and white entrance or oh, good old Herb <laughs> just, Come on, just th- please type that good old you know maybe if you had been into Herb rather than Coke he would be still alive today but <laughs> then when we were doing Vice documentaries about him those are your three picks. If you would like to put one of them in the Hall of Fame, don't worry, you can. can to too. Patreon.com forward slash holic Got it. Nearly escaped me.
3: This says this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling.
2: Ah, this week in wrestling. On the SmackDown. Oh, gutted. Anyway.
1: <laughs> um... Wait, I love how every week there's some sort of shade thrown at SmackDown. Bad.
3: I can't remember a thing that
2: happened before he says it every single week. Right? No, same. same. (laughs) If it was a slushy flavor, it would be lemon. (laughs) Daniel Bryan cuts a good promo about being excited for the Money in the Bank ladder match, but he's cut off by Baron Corbin. They have a 15-minute match which ends in a DQ. Corbin (laughs) Nakamura and Cesaro beat down Bryan and throw him into a pile of ladders. Good one, lads. Says here. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Alright, who wants to talk about Baron Corbin first? Oh, go on I Ross, do. I can see you. Go oh, alright then.
3: No, I just, they did a graphic towards the end of the night, which is, was advertised in a match for this week, where it's got Nakamura Cesaro and then Corbin in the middle. And then there was some news, wasn't there, about Sami Zayn not being available coming out of WrestleMania for some reason. I can't remember what it was, if it was an injury or something else. And they've just literally gone, Sami's not here. Who's another heel? Oh, you do, Baz. Plonk. Put him in there. Yeah no one will notice it's a load of bollocks so it is
1: there's been no there's been no explanation for this it reminds me of it reminds me of Shane McMahon's rotating cast of heel henchmen who would change from week to week and it didn't matter yeah
3: Shelton Benjamin Eric Young
1: Eric Young was in it yeah of course
3: Drew was
2: was Drew
1: Drew was for a bit one of the one of the colognes
2: (laughs) the good one the Aberdeen. dream team. No. <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas was going to be there, but uh, Eric Young wanted him out. <laughs> no, nothing you then, Jack. No, no, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It's good. The, yeah, they, they've been doing this for a while, haven't they? The random three baddies. Must be it since twenty seventeen when Braun Strowman turned, even though he shouldn't have. And you had yeah, yeah, and Corbin and Zack and... Yeah, then like, yeah. then they kept on like replacing people, like Frankenstein's arms. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Well, I didn't even notice that that didn't happen because who cares what SmackDown. Carmella beats Mandy Rose in the Money in the Bank qualifier after Sonya comes on the stage and cuts a promo to strike Mandy. You betcha. The best thing about SmackDown by a country mile. How embarrassing. Not nearly as embarrassing as losing to Carmella, which is probably about to happen. And then it did. Any thoughts, <laughs> Jack?
1: Um, I'm enjoying what, um, what Sonya's doing at the minute. Uh, the matches haven't been very good, but her character work has been absolutely excellent, in my opinion. So I'm excited. I think we'll find out who the hacker is at Money in the Bank. Could it be CM Punk, as was rumoured this week? Almost certainly not. That's a stu- Yeah, it's really stupid. But it's probably going to be Mustafa Ali, I think. I guess. Ross. Uh, just
2: there
3: was one camera shot where she was, Clutching her hair. And I was like, that's Victoria. It just cut to her really quickly and <laughs> she was doing that thing Victoria used to do. She's been ever since the split happened, she cut that promo away, she went one way and then t'other straight away. She's been fantastic as Sonia.
1: Edge had a good hair clutch.
3: Yeah. Who else had a good hair clutch?
2: Foley.
1: Um
2: <laughs> Foley? Yeah.
1: <laughs> pulled it out, yeah.
2: The Forgotten Sons pin the New Day in non-title yes! action. <laughs> and then Jackson Riker gets involved from the outside. Ooh, Aren't they so exciting? Yeah. Love that. Uh, I forget. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler says he will beat Otis tonight, win Money the Bank, and be world champion again soon. Oh, God, yeah. He loses to Otis clean. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> that's, that's some nice that's stuff not the, there, that's Jack. That's <laughs> nice. The bit we need to speak about is what he
3: had planned for Mandy if he was going on to win Money in the Bank. He said he was going to win the uh, the briefcase, then the title, and then after Sonia's knocked out Mandy, slide up on next to Mandy and make her feel better. But he said it really creepily, so I was thinking, what are you going to, what are your plans, Dolph?
1: That
2: is creepy. Um, Ew. Matthew, thoughts? I mean, it's disgusting. Can you imagine Dolph Ziggler taking that poor woman to see him do stand up? <laughs> I'm worth three million dollars me uh-huh. <laughs> on Raw AJ Styles wins a gauntlet match after no selling death like half the cast of One Piece and just beats Humberto Carrillo and now he's in the Money Bank ladder match how did he come back from the dead oh it says here Scoop here from Coolaholic. a wizard did it
1: yeah I don't oh, know why he did it don't know what don't know what happened he didn't even explain i saw ross getting very annoyed about this and rightly so to be fair ross oh ross what was that more?
3: i just want to know why i couldn't care if it was gallows and Anderson dived in there into the <clears> grave <throat> and they perished and that's why we're not seeing them anymore i couldn't care if aj yeah you know, got plucked out by fairies or something like that just give me a, i want to know i know they've never explained it before when people have gone and been buried and whatnot and obviously Undertaker's a little bit different because he's a mystical supernatural thing but this common man this Mack truck, AJ Styles, I want to know how he got out there. As stupid as it is, I don't care. Just give us a reason.
2: Oh, God. That would be good. Gallows going, I'll give my life for AJ Styles. And the Grim Reaper's like, you're not worth bloody AJ Styles. <laughs> goes, oh, Anderson is there who's like, no, no, I don't want to die because yeah, I'll take both of you. He's like, no. <laughs> the Viking Raiders beat the Street Profits in a non-title match because that's how all title matches are built to these days. Well, yeah, well said, Jack. Yeah, I thought this was the best thing about RAW. It's a very good match. They did their thing. Um, apparently, they're forgetting that Viking Raiders did that SpongeBob sing along, which we enjoyed. And by we, <laughs> I mean me, because i couldn't sing SpongeBob last podcast about five times. Uh, any thoughts there, Jack? Well,
1: not on the match, but on the I thought that was decent. But on the um, on the, the whole Viking Raiders thing. So the so the revival were on Talk Is Jericho recently. And talked about that weird comedy cartoon gimmick they were pitched by Vince. And apparently it's all true. Like, those costumes were real. Um, And they were really pushing them to do it. So when the revival came back and went, all right, yeah, we'll we'll do that then. um, They stopped pushing them to do it because it was more about them feeling uncomfortable about having to do it. Which is very cruel, very cruel way of doing stuff. But it is WWE, so, you know.
3: They lied to the the revival, didn't they? Yes. The pitch the, the gimmick they pitched, Matthew was like the revival getting so frustrated at like comedic tag teams getting their time, they'd be like, Oh, you want comedic tag teams and funny stuff? Here, we'll do it as well. That was just a, a lie, wasn't it? Make a fool out of them.
2: Yeah. I'm glad they i I'm glad yeah. they didn't do it. The way they, you make it sound, though, if they sell it like that, that doesn't sound too bad. If they take no. the out a new day like that, like, Aha, oh, you sell toys, well, we're going to make our own toys. It's like a little revival action figure or whatever. But, yeah, and they say, all right, we'll agree to do it. They go, oh, you're not going to do it if you want to do it.
1: Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, WWE, got to love it. Drew McIntyre beats Murphy. Bronze tries to beat Drew down after the match, but Drew fires up and Seth bails to the video editing software to take out Roman Reigns from this particular thing. Uh, that was just a thing, really, wasn't it? Any other thoughts on Raw, ladies and gentlemen?
1: Not really. It was a bit of a nondescript one. Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. On the AEW Dynamite, and then we get Nyla Rose's back, and she squashes 18-year-old Kenzie Page. Thanks for coming. John Moxie beat Kazarian, That is is jumped by the Dark Order. Brody Lee challenges Moxie to a title shot, which Moxie accepts before getting beaten down again. There you did. Uh, Joey Janela lost to Cody Rhodes in a good match by the standards of Janela. I do like Janella, but he's at his best falling off roofs. He's a Jay <laughs> Briscoe that is made to wrestle like Gerald Briscoe and ends up looking like Wes Briscoe.
1: Oh, you've thought of that before. That's Thank a good one. You.
2: I wrote it. Yeah. Uh, Murder Hawk annihilated Granny Smith. And then Jake Roberts showed up to dump... <laughs> His large pulsing snake all over Brandy oh, Road. No, no,
1: no, 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 don't do that!
2: It wasn't just the snake;
1: it was yeah. the pelvis as well. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh okay. Yeah, but he can Mouth do that thanks way. to DDP yoga. And I did see a comment online that was wow after he did what he did to his wife. I can't wait for Cody to sunset the flip out of outcha. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, Cody knows how to be angry in matches.
2: Well we'll see. Where was he? Where was he though? Has this been explained? Oh yes. Because he said, Well, I've had my match with Janella and I'm gonna go have a big shower. And they was commentary, they said, Well, he's away for a bit. And so that (laughs) that's when you know Murderhawk went like snuck past the shower and up the camera and went hee 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 and then (laughs) That's a big bloody shower, that
3: mind. Goodness knows what he must have been doing in there. Uh, how yeah. do you feel about jake the snake though because i've seen it's very much split opinion was it too far
1: i don't know if it was too far in terms of the storyline but i don't know if he should have been there around nah. everyone no nah. no nah. and i don't know if someone was saying that he accidentally stood on the snake at one point which is sad if true <laughs> yeah,
3: it's not yeah. very good still on its tail if a snake has a tail
2: Oh not anymore. Um
1: I that snake they had was similar to the one that we had in the office when um when Sam did his snake punishment. What a day that was. Ross wasn't there. I forgot that you were there.
3: Yeah, I didn't come in. I'm scared of snakes, me.
1: Um
3: not a fan. Terrified. Fair fair Brandy Brandy's game for hour, isn't she? Yeah. I could I couldn't have sat there and just had a snake crawl over me like that.
1: Didn't even move.
2: Yeah. What you you say you're scared of snakes? I exactly. survived in Newcastle or Gator for that long. <laughs> so I've, am I right then saying that this is the first time Jake's, like, he's put snakes over people before, but it's the first time he's been like, <laughs> like, look. <all> le- <laughs> like a, a lead, like, yeah, come here, you. Yeah. He's always just been like, look, it's a giant snake. I'm like, ah, like, that's enough. That's I've never seen Jake do that before where he's, apart from he was arrested, but that was a different time it was when very it, uncomfortable it's been, it's been a bit more like oh does this remind you of anything catchphrase oh. say what you see oh.
1: I I didn't I didn't it made me uncomfortable but that was the point I guess so
2: yeah a bad guy did a bad thing I'm gonna move on and in good news though the casino ladder match replaces that bloody crap battle royal that it looked like we're gonna make an annual tradition yay finally it's like good, good news
3: why would you hear this?
2: They announced it on the rundown for Double or Nothing. That's the oh. thing. I, I, I didn't pay attention to any of the matches announced. I just put, yay, the Battle Royals dead. Yay. <laughs> so um, who, how many people's in it? That, they said they'll have more news next time. So a bunch of, uh, you know when they do the graphics, there's just a bunch of like ladders stood on the air like that. Like, look, ladders. Also some wrestlers. So, <laughs> And Matt Hardy and Omega brawled with less Sex Gods.
1: Oh my God, this match.
2: Uh, yes fantastic Matt started off as Broken Matt from the Maharsis or whatever he says and then he got thrown backstage and came back and he's dressed as Attitude Era Matt with the long slacks and the thing and you know and then he got thrown into a block of ice which you may or may not have just heard about and then came back as Broken Mahardy. I'm
1: I'm sorry we didn't
2: oh go on so I'm just going to say I'm intrigued to see how they're going to do this when he has a singles
3: match because obviously, when there's a tag match, there's some people in the ring to distract from the fact he's backstage or in a an ice box getting changed. Like, but how they're going to do that when it's a singles match? I can't wait to see. that's
1: that
3: was
1: my first thought. Maybe they won't. Um, I liked I liked it a lot. And oh, were you going to carry on with the match recap,
2: Matthew? You know what, Jack? You can take it away. So much stuff happened.
1: No, I'm too excited by it. I'm not going to be able to structure this. There was a golf car and there was ice. Sammy Guevara took the best bump off a vehicle that I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. Um, there was... Oh. It sounds like... you. I sound like, you know, in Anchorman, when Brick is describing the fight they've just had. When he's like, yeah, there were horses and a man on fire, and I killed a guy. <laughs> it just sounds like that. There was so much stuff. Kenny Omega, try to do his best bushy impression. Moon sorting off a Scissor lift. It was, oh, it was so good. The heels won in the end and then the, the screen above the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium lit up with inner circle and they all flipped off the camera and it was just astounding. It was so good. So much fun. What did you think, Matthew?
2: Yeah, it was, loved it. It almost made me forget that they're all breaking social distancing right now and they're all rotten. Oh, it was a goodness. great match. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it until reality hit me. And, yeah, Sammy Guevara getting hit by that golf cart. Shades, I think we talked about this on the show beforehand. Jerry Lawler getting hit by, I believe, it's one of the Gilberts, either Doug or Eddie.
3: In the car park?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Lawler's supposed to move out the way, but he's just like, uh, like, just stutter-stepped and end up taking it. Oh, good times. It was so good. I love Sammy Guevara. Everybody's doing his thing with the signs or he's getting hit with (laughs) vehicles. Such a good lad. (laughs) Uh, the rundown for double or nothing. Brody Lee will take on John Moxley for the title. Don't think about the ranking. Don't worry about it. Chris Jericho is taking on Matt Hardy. Cody will be taking on Murder Hawk. And taking it all off the top of my head. Ladder match? The, la- the big old ladder matchy thing. Oh, MJF and <clears throat> Jungle Boy. That's it. MJF is no longer injured. And this is weird because when MGF's been doing these skits, I think he'd be amazing. I love his act and everything he does. This week, they had him green-screened, and it was one of the fakest-looking green screens that has happened for some time.
1: Since 2016, really? Since June yeah. of 2016, the WCPW green screen.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, that was a hey real go.
3: brick wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still real to me. <laughs> it was just a bit fuzzy
2: that day. <laughs> that
1: was four yeah. years ago, that.
2: Devastating. Sorry. WCPW. <laughs> the, as soon as he started moving, it looked fine. And then he got up and started walking around and had other people. And it looked like one of those really bad FMV games from 93. Mm. Like Night Trap. Or I realized I might be losing the audience there, so I'll move on. Anyway, it looked like crap, but AW still all right. And nothing else happens on the Wednesday. Oh, don't be silly. On NXT... Zawa and Kashida get wins in the cruiserweight championship tournament, or the knee one climax, as I call it. The
1: knee, knee one, one climax, because there's knee one. Oh, knee, you know. is in
2: knee. Right. See, if I was, I'd the knee one. But oh, well, that's good. From... That is actually a good. That's actually a good joke, though, Jack. You're from a, a
1: slightly it. different part of the northeast to me, but still. But still, I'm. I'm very. I was buzzing when I thought of that I'm the sorry. knee you, one climax
2: Yeah, the Geordie line like the posh Geordie I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Karen Cross uh, squashed. Wait, the jobber's name was Leon Ruff.
1: Yeah. Ruff is so. spelled
2: R-U-F-F. Yeah, he's a regular. I oh, know. That's such a great name. <laughs> he's like he's a little dog. <coughs> Charlotte gets herself DQ'd versus Io Shirai by using a kendo stick, and Shirai is saved by Rhea Ripley. But they argue. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also,
2: you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare Short-Term Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It was an alright match, but before we get into this, NXT was hyped up as being like this almost takeover level show this week. Wasn't it? Like this was supposed to be like a really <laughs> special one to coincide with like Money the Bank and whatever, but it honestly just felt like a normal show to me.
1: Felt really flat, especially in the main event, yeah.
2: Yeah. Kagano uh, beat Dijakovic after moving the turnbuckle pad because he's a diddler now. And the main event, not what we're talking about, the not ring camp guys. So we want the main event. Velveteen Dream loses to Adam Cole. Who knows if he was supposed to win until reports about Velveteen Dream two weeks ago mm. that went absolutely nowhere. All we know is Velveteen Dream was supposed to be the next prince, but now he's the next R. Kelly. So. He was caught oh. by NXT this week.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> we all saw it. <laughs> Anything else or should we just let that simmer?
3: Yeah, simmer. Oh, okay, cool. Let's
2: look at the ceiling. <laughs> what a great week for the wrestling it was. Let's move on to the next segment. Let's have a rummage in our
0: mailbags. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and now it's time to have a little go in the mailbag. Number one. Hello, gang. Over the past week or two, this little game has been floating around the Cultaholic Facebook group and other wrestling social media. Create a wrestling stable using a wrestler for each letter of your first name. Just make it more interesting. Try to pick at least one heavy, a high flyer, a woman, and a mouthpiece last manager. A your name <laughs> A woman. (laughs) If you have a short name, then feel free to use your last name. And this person went with uh, Tetsuya Naito, Rhea Ripley, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Samoa Joe, Tama Tonga, Adam Page, Nigel McGuinness as their manager. See if you can work that out with his. Thank you all for carrying on with this wonderful content. Struck us all from the world. (laughs) Bloody hell! As I'm typing this, my power went out. I have no idea why. and I'm pretty sure the world is ending. (laughs) God. Thanks again. Tristan Glover, imagine having one email to send the world, and it's to us. Thank you, Tristan. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you sent me this earlier, Jack. So we have a bit more preparation. To make this nice. Ian, you left out the bit about the specific people. I just picked people I liked, so this is going to go no, I didn't. great. No, oh, I didn't. Read my, oh, please, I only read please, the pl- no, bit. Oh, please no. read
1: my message. No, please read my message now. Now, please. Please read it now. Read oh, our I can't. conversation
2: now. Facebook deleted it. Oh, no. No, oh, right, okay. Those those damn Russians striking again. <laughs> um, do you want to go first, Jack?
1: Go on, then. Um, I've just gone with my first name. I know he said you could use either, but both my names are the same length. So Ooh,
0: uh,
1: I've got Jazz as the woman. I've got why is that funny? So way you
2: say it as the woman. The
1: woman. Arn uh, Anderson, managing. Uh, a young What's wrong? You can still have Arn. Yeah. Um I've got a young Chris Jericho as the high flyer. Like WCW Cruiserweight Jericho. And then Kevin Steen, Ring of Honor, Kevin Owens, as the K. That's mine. So it's so it's Jericho and Jericho. Jericho and Owens but with a, an old-school twist. And then Jazz is there as well as an enforcer. That's mine. Who wants to go next?
2: Oh, I'll go, because I know Ross's will be better than mine. I'm going to have M for Mr. Kennedy for the promo section that's going to start Raw for 20 minutes. He'll be doing all that, and the rest of the gang will be going, yeah, behind him. Arn Anderson, because he's good in stables and can bring his own beer cooler. Freddie Blassie, the manager of champions... Andre, the giant me. uh Flash Morgan Webster. Oh, you're going l-
1: Muff. You're going Mafu. You're going. That's you're right. Going, so you're, yes, this, and
2: okay. it was a mistake because I picked Flash Morgan Webster because he was literally the only guy I could find whose name starts with F, other than Freddie Blassie. <laughs> oh, also he's a high flyer. Oh, that's handy. Uh, he was going to be Evil Uno, but now I've realised I have to have uh, one of them women. I'm going to have Eve Torres because uh, I like her theme song and she can get us going in the the third quarter. And W for, oh, this is tough, this one, having to pick a wrestler I like who has W in his name. Oh, what the hell? I picked Volta.
1: So <laughs> I can uh, make,
2: like, I can do something atypical with him and book him properly.
1: Ooh.
2: Ooh, harsh words there. Ross, what have you got for your name?
3: I've got my big, thick quota filled by Relic, which is Killer Backwards. He uh,
1: uh, didn't I, go for Rusev. Uh,
3: no, I didn't go for Rusev. I don't know what okay. he's called now. Rest in peace, yeah, true. Rusev. Promise never fulfilled. And I've got O Owen Hart for the high flyer quota. Early Owen Hart, I guess. Stampede Owen Hart. Shut up, Matthew. I've seen the tapes. <laughs> and then we've got Shark Boy for an S. And then my woman slash manager quota is sensational, Sherry. Oh. Okay. Kill killed two womans with one
2: stone there. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Hey, look, the next question. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, lads. Hope you're all keeping fit and keeping healthy. Well, thanks anyway. Big respect to you boys for paring through this tough time and keeping us listeners as sane as possible. My question for you boys is as follows. With the newly awarded Colonel Tom's number one song. Good God. You know I'm in this bubble too much when I thought Tom Campbell's got a song. Colonel Tom's number one song in the UK charts. What is the wrestling song or entrance song that you think could have been successful in the mainstream charts? Many thanks, Tom X. Or is that Tom well, with it's a kiss? kiss? isn't
1: it? It's got to be a kiss.
2: No, I like the fact his name is Tom X. Tom X. He's an NWA jobber from 1984. <laughs> so a song, a wrestling song, that you think could have been successful in the mainstream charts? Um... Don't worry. I've Real American. Okay. By Hulk Hogan. That's... uh, that's I, I think that could have charted.
1: I am going to go for Wild and Young by American Bang, the old NXT theme tune. Absolutely fantastic. My favorite wrestling song. Love it. That's mine. Wild and Young, American Bang.
2: Do you mind me how that one goes?
1: We are... Wild and Young, it's not a wrestling-sounding song at all, and it's pretty crap. But I love it.
2: I think I remember that that one. That's when they so had Bobby down. Roode in his forties as the champion, right?
1: <laughs> no, it's when it was a game show. You got Daniel Bryan on the on the in the oh and that stuff.
2: NXT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, okay, great.
1: Really, really bad song. Oh. Really bad.
3: Ross, I've come up with a specific scenario for mine. You know, two thousand and four things massive hit Amon. Well, all the swear words in? F what I said. Oh, it don't yeah. mean S now. What was his girlfriend called who did the retort?
1: Was it Frankie?
3: Frankie, that's the one. That, me had, that was too fast. That was so yeah, quick. That was that good. Was well well done. Fast. No, no, that's good. Uh, Frankie could have done Undertaker's You're Gonna Pay theme in retort and it would have got higher than it already got. That's what I was thinking. You're Gonna Pay. What a banger. Especially this year of all the years.
1: Yeah. Fair
3: I'm like, you've done it now. Imagine if Eamon was singing that yeah. effing and blinding, then she popped up. You've done it now. You've gone and made a big mistake.
1: I learned that oh, somebody's
2: learned... going to get the ass kicked, Somebody <laughs> going to get the wigs split.
1: I got really worked as a child by Eamon and Frankie. Apparently, they didn't even really know each other.
2: Oh,
3: well, that was a fake. Even...
1: Yeah, it was, it was fake. Yeah,
3: it's the third time K-Fibs bit me in the arse in my life.
1: Well, told Eva's.
3: Total Demas was the second, after professional wrestling, obviously. Mm. Shoot and Raners don't really exist, do they?
2: Heidi <laughs> ho my neighborinos across the big pond. Big fan of Cultaholic. Not a day goes by I don't take in some kind of your fantastic content, whether it be on the podcast, lists, reactions, news, graded, or W2F moments. You never fail to entertain me and take my mind off all the goings-on in the world today. I'm a big fan of TNA slash Impact and want to do an inter promotional champions challenge. Best world champion. I guess is where we have to pick one. Uh, mm. Tessa Blanchard versus Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre versus Adam Cole versus John Moxley versus Rush versus Volta versus Nato. Before we go in, is Rush the Ring of Honor champion?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I didn't realize you got it back, although it's still PCO.
1: No, I think Rush got it but I'm going to check that while we think about this.
2: It's just a really old question? Maybe. <laughs> no, it
3: was in this week's mailbag. So unless they've got the facts mixed up, I don't know.
2: It went to the spam folder. It says, I've just been outside with my friends. It goes, oh, I was a while ago. <laughs> uh, so who's the best world champion of all those world champions listed? He you can tell it's a TNA slash impact champion because they've listed, listed Tessa Blanchard first.
1: Um, As opposed to, you know,
2: Moose. Yeah. <laughs> so who's the current um, best champion at the minute? Uh,
1: it's a hard one. Yeah. It's hard because half of them aren't wrestling.
3: I was going yeah. to say, we're judging this off their current reigns or what? Or just how we feel about them?
1: I guess it has to Wait. be who's who was the best before lockdown, maybe. Although, not because Drew won it in lockdown. Oh, I don't know. Let's
2: just say how you feel about them and, you know.
1: I think for me, it's Adam Cole. Why is that?
2: Is it because he's, he's young and it, wild?
1: He's wild and young. Slow it down, you move a little too fast. He's, um, he's good in the ring. He's good on the mic. He looks like a star. He's so handsome. And he's cheeky as well. Did anyone see Xavier Woods' tweet with them all lip-syncing along to like some old Usher song? Oh, right. Okay. Well, check that out and then you'll understand why I'm picking Adam Cole. It's so funny. Yeah, it's, that's, Adam Cole is my pick.
2: I'll pick Drew... Just because of the Twitter interaction, I had I think last week when I uploaded the Seth and Drew sit down contract signing, and it wasn't because of his his accent completely disappearing. It was the fact that there were a bunch of people going, "Oof, is is this wrestling? All these uh, big Scottish bearded men." woohoo <laughs> is it always like this? There was for some reason a bunch of them jumped up. You know, sometimes when you're in you're in wrestling Twitter and then you do something that goes into an altered version of Twitter, another category, yeah. and suddenly people are like, "Oh." oh okay so Drew McIntyre keeping people warm during the winter shall we say Ross who have you got I was going to go for Adam Cole as well primarily because of all the wrestling he did towards the
3: end of last year he had that wild and young period uh, around Survivor Series didn't he when he was getting jetted all over the world wrestling here on a plane wrestling there going everywhere so Adam Cole a workhorse brother and a sexy one at that
2: yeah very handsome hmm Best tag champions, The North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander versus The Street Profits versus The New Day versus Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham versus Omega and Page versus Gallus versus God. Oof. God doesn't have much of a win-loss record in wrestling at the minute. Um, <laughs> hmm. You go first again, Jack, because we like you so much.
1: Um, I'm going to have to give it to The New Day, I think, just on consistency. They've been—they're going to go down as one of the best tag teams ever, but um, if we're going on current form, then I'll go for Page and Omega because up until the lockdown, they were doing the best thing in wrestling, in my opinion. So I'll go—I'll go for Page and Omega. But overall, has to be the New Day, Uh, Matthew.
2: I was going to say New Day, but I remember they're on SmackDown, which is a kiss of death. (laughs) So (laughs) balls to it. I'm going to go with the North. Uh, one of the most consistent things about Impact wrestling the last few months. And oftentimes I've watched it, not, I don't watch it every week, but I'll watch, tune in, see some stuff. And a lot of it just passes me by and I go, I can't believe Bloody Rhino and Sabu are still here. But the North have been good with uh, the, the opponents have had. They've had like the Radicals, the Desi Hit Squad, uh, to name all of them. And I like them. I like. Ethan Page is a great self publicist in a nice way. And if you don't believe me, go on his Twitter for five seconds and you'll see what I mean. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the North. Yeah, kind of.
1: Imagine if Bowers booked the North and then they'd come out. North wrestling. Oh,
2: God. The local humour there. Ross, what have you got?
3: I need to watch the North because the Revival named them as a team they want to face up and coming. So, they must be good if the Revival want to have a wrestle with them. But I was literally going to say exactly what Jack said. I was I was reading on Twitter after Big E won the titles back for the New Day, people going like, oh, no, not the New Day again. There was a little bit of a turn going on. I was like, hang on a second. We're in the midst of faction greatness here on Smackity Down with the
2: New Day. Smackity yeah. Down. <laughs> yes, yeah, Smackity I Down. Like <laughs> Best mid-card champion. Willie Mack, who's won the X Division title. Sami Zayn, current whereabouts unknown. Andrade versus Kenta. This is Nato versus John Moxley versus Dragon Lee. Kenton. Jack again.
1: What, is Kenton one? Is he the never openweight champion?
2: He's the uh, mid-card champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, oh. I think I think out of those ones, it's got to be Naito. I know that it's only one of the belts that he holds. He's got the big one at the minute. But over the past few years, he's been the best IC champ in New Japan since Nakamura. So, mine is Naito.
2: Uh, Andrade. Because look at him.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Because,
2: God, so good. I love the the character. I love the package he has with his manager. Love the fact that he's just gathering people who like him. He's just a charismatic, nice dude. People flock to him. You alright?
1: I love the package he
2: has. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I didn't even mean that. Uh, yeah Andrade and that's all I've got Ross I'm going to go for
3: Sami Zayn just even though the Intercontinental Championship is dead you know it's it's on its arse at the minute it's it's nice to say Sami Zayn Intercontinental Champion so that's
2: why I'm going to go for Sami Zayn good times and finally best women's champion Jordan Grace versus Bailey versus Charlotte versus Becky Lynch versus Nyla Rose and let's go with Jack again
1: it's a hard one Um I'm going to go Becky but I do think she should have lost at Wrestlemania I don't know why she beat Shayna um, but that, this reign that she's had has been like a really historic one so I'm going for Becky Lynch as as with the raw belt not not when she was double champion that was fine as well oh,
2: God, this is tough yeah they're all Maybe Jordan Grace is having a good run, I don't know. But don't care about Bailey's run. Don't care about Charlotte as NXT champion. Don't Becky Lynch should have lost to Shane, as you said, and there's Nyla Rose. Oh Nyla, cause uh yeah. Just Fair because.
1: Enough. She was really the... mean to Tony this week.
2: Oh, there we go. there's there's one positive because she was mean she... to Tony this week. Thank you, Jack.
1: She went she went, Who is the most dominant force in the women's division? And Tony was about to answer and then she cut him off like the rock and went, eh, it doesn't matter. Wrong. It's me. But what if Tony had been about to say her? She didn't give him a chance.
2: That'd be awkward. Who's the best? You are. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I'll pick good old Nyla and she loves killer instincts so that's two good reasons. Ross.
3: I'm going to go for Charlotte Flair because she's really bloody good and I think people forget that when she's it's not her choice to be booked in every single world title feud and this, that and the other. Down the years she's been over-pushed, over-saturated, whatever you want. I think she's very good. It's not; She's not going to say no issue to all these opportunities. not her fault. Go on, Charlotte. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you tell them, Ross. Yeah. As always, love your content and hope that more and more wrestling companies continue to work so you have content to cover. Cover more than just WWE. Yeah. Well, people need to click on those ones then, don't they? Much <laughs> love. Stay healthy. Stephen from... I can never get this word right. Syracuse. Sy- 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 Syracuse. Syracuse. That doesn't look like how that's spelled at all. New York, USA. Should have gone with New York. <laughs> Syracuse. With a S-Y. Whatever. Syracuse. Very bloody made up place. And that's all the letters we have in this section. If you have any or any random questions or suggestions for our lives, then please, please, please don't hesitate to send them to mailbag at time for Reese's Pieces hey all you cool cats and
0: diddlers
2: (laughs) (laughs) every every time been catching up with Vice's dark side of the ring and after watching the brawl for all episode I started to wonder which which wrestlers would win in a legitimate fight we'd great to hear your thoughts on who would win these dream brawl for all fights when in their prime well here we go fighting experts the three of us are (laughs) to give our thoughts here and as always, the first time watching Reese's pieces, it's the fastest thought first. It's the thing that comes to your head. So we'll go around the table. We'll start off with Jack, then Ross, then me. Brock Lesnar versus Ken Shamrock.
1: Brock Lesnar.
2: That's hard. I was going to say is this an op- is this an open thing. Oh yeah, yeah sure, yeah. Lesnar. It turns like Pride in uh, two thousand and three or something. It's Steve Austin versus The Rock.
1: <laughs> um, I think Austin's going to be quite hard isn't he I'll go for Austin
2: I'll go for Austin as well uh, if it's the I'm picking the Rock if it's like Fast and the Furious Rock who shows up looking like Altered Beast so Chris Jericho versus Triple H
1: Jericho beat Goldberg in a fight so he can beat Triple H in a fight that's my logic
3: yeah Jericho still the Lesnar as well didn't he doesn't give a
1: toss mad
2: yeah Jericho. Low drop kick to the knee. You got him. John Moxley versus Roman Reigns.
1: Moxley's been kayfabe doing a bit of the MMA training, hasn't he? I'll go for Moxley. Um, but Roman's. That's a close one. I'll go for Moxley.
3: I reckon Roman Reigns is really hard in real life. So I'm going to go Roman Reigns. Uh. Not to say that John Moxley isn't. I just think
2: Roman Reigns is properly hard. Yeah. Even though Moxley is the street fighter, hardcore dude, uh, Roman Reigns is Samoan.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Just
2: saying. Bars. Goldberg versus Batista.
1: Um did Batista have an MMA fight in the end, or did that never happen?
2: He did have it. He did have it, yeah, yeah. It he? was rubbish. Did he win? Yeah.
1: I'll go for Batista then.
2: Because he felt like his next door neighbour or something. So <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg and his prime were flattened Yeah, I'm agreeing with that a old gridiron Goldberg
1: um, New- have you seen Batista in his prime as well
2: yeah so did Booker T <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no I forgot about that oh,
1: no, nah, I've got that one wrong never mind
2: New Jack versus Nails
1: how, how big
3: was
2: Nails? was Nails
1: was Nails huge
2: Nails is a big lad go?
1: and this is this is unarmed this is brawl for all style I'll go for Nails
3: New Jack Who knows what will be in the gloves?
2: (laughs) Could be anything in there. Smaller gloves. (laughs) Yeah, if it's a one-on-one, no weapons involved, Nails. I'd pay genuine money to see it, though. Oh, here's the interesting one. Kurt Angle versus Taz.
1: Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle's an Olympic wrestler, so Kurt Angle.
2: No, No disrespect to Taz, of course, but Kurt Angle would flatten him. Before we went to WWF, if you ask that question, Taz would have said him. <laughs> oh, yeah, me. And we told that? sorry, last time, didn't we, that they booked MMA dude Paul Vian's to come in to wrestle Taz. And then just before, like a week before the, the match, it was supposed to be a fake wrestling match, Paul Vian's gets cold feet and goes, actually, I don't want to do this fake thing. I'm, I might make my career look bad, to be honest with you. And so Taz suggested, why don't we do it for real? <laughs> and then, like, the day also before they got it figured out, but then, then it was obviously fake and wrestling and everything. But then Paul, uh, Taz went around the entire locker room afterwards telling everybody, listen, if it was a real fight, I would have beaten him. I, I've, and Paul Villens reply was something in the lines of, how can I lose to someone who already comes up to my knee? I've,
1: I've <laughs> been watching, because I've been oh, so bored in lockdown, I've been watching some really old UFCs and Paul Villens is on quite a lot of them. And his nickname is the Polar Bear. He's absolutely huge. He's crap, like he can't, he's got no technique, but I don't think that matters because he's so massive. I don't know. So yeah, Kurt Angle.
2: I love this next one. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. (laughs) (laughs) The Miz, I think.
3: I was listening to Joe Rogan. I think DDP was on and they were speaking about The Miz. Mm. And Joe Rogan knew The Miz from Survivor or something. Something like that. Fear factor,
2: maybe. Fear factor, yeah.
3: Fear factor—that was
2: it. And Joe Rogan said the Miz is properly hard, so I'm going to go with the Miz.
1: Really nice. nice.
2: Yeah, I'll go with the Miz because I'm actually having a uh, normal schedule. Shayna Baszler versus the Tamina train.
1: Oh my God, Shayna! Shayna would win.
2: She's a train man. a flattener, Tamina. <laughs> Meow. The poor, the ball of SmackDown, Tamina. <laughs> Vince Russo versus Jim Cornette. Ugh. Oh god.
1: Oh, I've I've stood next to both of those men, and can confirm that Jim Cornette's about my height, maybe a little bit shorter. Vince Russo is massive. He's so tall. Mm. Vince Russo's so tall. I'm going Vince Russo. I do. I wouldn't want him to win, but I'm going for him.
3: I'm gonna go Cornette because I think he wants it more. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: Cornette. I think Cornette could land a blow. He uh, could beat him without putting his fists up just by yelling at him. <laughs> In like fact, the old Mortal Kombat fatality was yells, a promo, you stupid mother! And Vince Russo's skin just peels off.
1: I can't emphasize how tall Russo is.
2: I, I, again, I saw him at IPW when they had that weird thing where every European promotion booked him to come out and do the, the guest GM of the night. And then the main event, you come out and go, ha, swerved you. Brett yes. Hart versus Owen Hart in a real fight.
1: Ooh. Brett Hart Owen's too Owen was too much of a happy soul wasn't he whereas Brett's yeah. the very opposite so Brett would win.
3: Brett's the big brother so as a big brother Brett would win.
2: I think Owen would win because he tied Brett's shoes together before the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Bruiser Brody versus Nathan Jones.
1: Nathan Jones is absolutely monstrous. I'm going for
3: Nathan Jones. I'm only saying this based off something that was said in the Cultaholic chat this morning by Richard Tubman. Apparently mm. Nathan Jones had a fight or something. I don't know if Richard wants to pop on
2: and peel the curtain back or whatever.
3: But apparently Nathan Jones got shown up in a legitimate fight or something years ago.
2: Oh, I've I've seen that. That was him against Yo, Yo uh no it wasn't uh, against Koji Katao. Uh the late great Koji Katao. It's one of the fakest MMA fights you'll ever see oh. in your life. <laughs> No way. near no way. So, All right, no. I'll go for Nathan Jones. <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> Who are you going for, Matthew? Moving on. Okay.
2: Uh, Bruiser Brody. Just because I, I saw that fight that he had, Nathan Jones. And I did like him in Fury Road, though. Appreciate it. CM Punk versus Matt Riddle.
1: Why have they done that one? <laughs> What's that one about? Because
2: they're both in UFC.
1: Right. But, okay, Matt Riddle.
2: <laughs> yeah, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. I'd love to see it. <laughs> Battle of the Bounty Hunters, Doctor D, David Schultz, slap versus Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman. Oh, it's Doctor D. He's got it's like not four thousand
3: people or something. He, I was listening to a talk and shop, and he, he was on there. and I think he said he's captured over four thousand people. He's a mental man.
2: I <laughs> know. Uh, Steve Blackman took down Big Show with just his feet. So I'm going with him. Wait, <laughs> what? Uh, David David D did, did take Hang down on. John Stossel with just his hand.
1: <laughs> Is Did Steve Blackman actually take down Big Show with just his feet?
2: Yeah, he was on the floor. He fell over and Big Show said something to him. So he just took him, to, like, put his legs around his legs and then twisted and Big Show. Went, Ugh.
1: Wow. <laughs> no I heard that story. Steve Blackman. No, no i heard YouTube.
2: I'm sure Conrad's got, like, 15 people that used to work for WFs so talking about it. Um, Spike Dudley versus Marco Stunt.
1: Ooh. Um, I'm going for Spike because he's he's had a rougher rougher experience, hasn't he? He's come up in the ECW locker room, whereas Marco's friends with all the fun lads from AW. So I'm going for Spike Dudley.
3: Yeah, Spike's been and done it all, so I would say Spike's got the experience here.
2: Yeah, LSD all the way. <laughs> Vince McMahon versus God.
1: Uh, currently, uh, Vince is winning, so I'll go for Vince.
2: So I was going to say, well done, Joe.
3: <laughs> Vince has already won,
2: hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he Backlash, did beat him.
3: Backlash two thousand six.
2: Yeah, but God's revenge that we're going through now, Vince is still winning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Vince, Vince looks like he's going to outlive us all. So God it looks like God's on the ropes, I guess. Wow, what a. <laughs> Great way to end that. Cheers for the hard work. Great content during these tough times. Tom, with a question mark, from
1: Sweden. <laughs> what? I
2: think Is I'm supposed it? to read that like Anchorman. Tom. Tom. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much, Tom, for that lovely question. If you have any recent pieces, please, please, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com.
0: It's Cultaholics. Question
2: wow. What a great podcast. It's been so good. Yeah, it has. Ugh. See how sincere I do that every week. God, you are all right, Jack?
1: Yeah, I was, my back was a bit strained there, but it's okay now. Oh.
2: Yeah, your back hurts from carrying this podcast. <laughs> and this week's big question is, of course, who should win Money of the Bank 2020? Let's have a quick look down the card. We have Braun Strowman will be defending the Universal Championship against Bray Wyatt. Grr. Bayley defending the title against uh, Tamina. Yeah, there we go. Choo-choo. Drew McIntyre defending the WWE Championship against Seth Rollins. And The New Day will defend the SmackDown Tag Team Championships against The Miz and Joe Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. The Forgotten Sons. Oh, well. And Lucha House Party. And maybe we'll get Street Profits versus Viking Raiders as well for the Raw Tag Team titles. And maybe we won't. Who knows? It's wrestling. But the Money in the Bank matches are for the women's Contract Asker versus Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans versus Carmella. And the girl men's one is Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio versus Alastair Black versus King Corbin versus Otis versus AJ Styles. A lot of stuff there, like a bag of revels. So I'll go first and be nice. What is that noise in the background? Did anyone else hear that? wasn't me. All right, cool. I'll carry on then. Sorry for the awkwardness. For the Women's Championship, I am going to go with Shayna Baszler on the basis that I think this will be a perfect opportunity if you get the briefcase and then immediately challenge Becky Lynch for a rematch and then finally get the title off her. I'm basically just going on with what should have happened at WrestleMania because I love Shayna. She is so good. She bites people and she is not scared of anything. Ross, what have you got?
3: Yeah, I was going to pick Shayna as well. Although, uh, if, if I had to go for a second pick, it would be Asuka. Just as a nice reward for being the uh, the star of the self-isolation era. I think she's come out with this little period. Shining the best. The brightest star shining. Shining in the sky. Twinkle, twinkle. Little Asuka. <laughs> Jack?
1: I, I was going to go for Shayna, and then I was going to pick Asuka as my second pick. But if I had to pick a third one Um, who else is left
2: Asuka Shayna Baszler Nia Jax Dana Brooke Lacey Evans Carmella Um,
1: I mean I wanted it to be Sasha Banks and she's not even in the match so I'll go for Lacey Evans because she has been improving recently so that's my third pick but I agree with you and Ross that Shayna should be the number one uh, and should win should be the number one and should win. Bloody hell, yeah.
2: I mean, winning would make a number one. You are right.
1: Yeah, I know what I'm saying, though.
2: It's okay. It's in the podcast. We're running on fumes. Yeah. So for the the man's belt, you know, with Lynx Africa and some tools around the house, uh, we have balls to it. Give it the person who was carrying SmackDown, Otis. <laughs> all hail otis king of smackdown best storyline going best thing going otis otis gets wow. dialed Tuck, eh, all that
1: that's, that's it that's all i
2: have to just find myself gives somebody a, a caterpillar off the ladder bounces <laughs> up off his belly grabs it it's like, and that's how the show goes off the air <laughs> ross your thoughts who else is who else is in it i've forgotten completely here yeah. Uh, I'll I'll do the rundown like the uh, generation game, you can win Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio Alistair Black, King Corbin Otis and AJ Styles I would like to see somebody like, because Alistair was a bit more heelish
3: on Raw this week I think even though he was calling out a heel in AJ Styles so that didn't really make much sense to it I'd like to see Alistair Black get it we're saying who should win shouldn't we Mm -hmm. new star on the scene, give it to someone to ascend up to the next level, Alistair Black
1: Mine, mine was Alistair Black as well. Um, I'll pick a backup in Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan never never really has a bad storyline, even the bad ones he makes good and the good ones he makes an excellent storyline. So Daniel Bryan. But overall, I agree with Ross. I think it should be Alistair Black. I think he should head to SmackDown and then if The Fiend's champion by then, he should wrestle The Fiend and take it off The Fiend in a dark, spooky, cinematic match experience.
2: Mm.
3: just think oh this is too big for the briefcase mate doesn't need it it's like the modern day Roddy Piper in that respect
2: <laughs> okay well I can't argue with that logic <laughs> and if you want us to talk about Money in the Bank more and our pitches we do have a video coming up soon you can see hopefully by subscribing to the Callaholic YouTube channel and if you haven't done that by now what the hell's wrong with you you freak but that's <laughs> all the stuff we have for here unless there's any other thoughts on Money in the Bank looking forward um... to it mate to- yeah, like I'm looking for forward to, to it as, as well. well. Are you actually looking forward to it? Yeah. yeah. Will you be watching it live?
1: Yeah. yeah. Not on camera. Adam's doing a oh, live no, stream.
2: Oh, Adam, that guy that we work with. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when but he does do, those because it do. proves that he's still alive.
1: Uh, I should mention that we do um, we do have predictions that are up now, I believe. So a few of us have made predictions, but Adam's, predict- Adam's reacting.
2: Lovely. Sounds like there's a lot of stuff coming from the Cultaholic HQ to keep you happy during these trying times. But that's all you're going to hear from us and the podcast until we the bank this Sunday. This has been Matthew and this big old poster here. There's my hand. Jack, any closing thoughts or things you want to plug?
1: Um, Check out Rest of the Week, which will be up today at the time of this video's release. But no, can't think of anything in particular. Ross?
3: I've got a tier list video coming with Adam Pacitti where we rank every Cultaholic punishment ever. Unless, of course, something goes wrong with the edit. Sam hasn't told me yet, so hopefully it's fine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Well, on that positive note, we leave you and love you, but we always make you feel like you're here in our hearts, not in our rooms, you weirdo, get away from us. If you want to, you can put your hand against your webcam. And on a count of three, it's almost like we're there with you. A one, two, three... Join us. Join us. Wugga,
0: wugga, 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 Join wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. us. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello,